everyone, and welcome back to My Life in Games with Silas and Sage. I am, of course, Sage, and this is part two of our Switch or Not to Switch episode with Baby Boy the God. Yes, and, and don't mind me, I am a little bit on the uh, three sheets to the wind, or more like probably about seven or eight at this point. He's fucked up. Let's that... not sugarcoat it. He's fucked up. <laughs> Guys, he's been yeah. drinking. They've yeah, me yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm about halfway through a 750ml bottle of Captain fucking Morgan Black Spiced Rum. Before that, I drank a six-pack of Not Your Father's Rip Beer. So, yeah, I'm in a good fucking place. I don't feel any fucking pain from my workday and... Life is pretty good right now. <laughs> so anyway, moving on. Yes, upcoming games. What are you excited for, baby boy? Um, who do you think should pick up the Switch? All that good stuff. Uh, Dragon Quest Eleven. I know that's going to be on multiple systems. Um, but this is why. Do you, why? Do, okay. Why do you want to get it on the on the Switch specifically? This is instead where of, the instead of any other console. So this is where the portability comes in handy. You see. Okay. Now a game like Dragon Quest Eleven. Probably going to be 100 plus hours. You could play it at home on your PlayStation. It'll look beautiful. Or you could play it on the bus, on the plane, on the train, or any kind of aims. You could just you could play it everywhere. <laughs> I, I agree with you. I would, I would I, You know what? I would buy a Switch just so I could play that shit at fucking work on my break when I'm not busy telling lazy ass people to get back to work. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's definitely, it, it lends, the portability aspect lends itself perfectly to that RPG. So pretty much any game like Skyrim, Dragon Quest, um, let's go Witcher, come on Witcher, I'm hoping, still crossing my fingers, crossing my fingers for that port. Um, any game like that, it, it's gonna work well on a to-go aspect. Um, Another game I think will work amazing. It's a game that PC players know very well, and now PS4 players know very well. Stardew Valley. I think it's going to be awesome on the Switch. Yes, yeah, I agree with you. And and let's not forget um, the early days of Dragon Quest. Before it was be called Dra- Dragon Quest. Um, well, actually, it was it was always Dragon Quest over in Japan, but here in uh, the U.S., it was Dragon Warrior on the NES days. Uh, Dragon Warrior, the first one, the second one, third one, and I think I've played up until about four or so, was, um, you know, and I enjoyed playing those games on the original NES, and then, of course, you know, Super Nintendo. Uh, so, yeah, it's only fitting that I, I would get Dragon Quest Eleven on the Switch. Yeah, I think, see, if somebody like you who has ties to the series, then to be able to not have to put it down, I think that's the biggest thing with games. You know, as as adult gamers, we have lives, we have to leave, and to not be able, not have to put a game down when you go somewhere, it's just, it's just what we wanted that we didn't really know we wanted yet. Yeah, and 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 I fully fully agree with that, especially the fact that you know, yes, you know, we talked a little bit about Vita in in the first part of this episode, uh, but that was with remote play, and of course, you know, you're you have other issues that come in come in with remote play and we can talk about that in a whole other fucking episode but yeah, with with, with the switch you're still playing the full game in its entirety you know in in, in the switch's quality granted yes on, on the portability mode it's only 720p but still on that screen it looks probably pretty fucking good um yeah. you no, know so you're, you're, you're you're not losing any any sort of features or anything else in order to be able to take it on the go and then for me 
that's probably one of the biggest selling points for me to go ahead and, and want to buy a Switch when I can actually fucking find one in my area because right now it's not happening. Southwest Florida, you fucking suck because there's no Switches anywhere. <laughs> all of Florida. All, yeah, of the all of Florida. Because all, of Florida. All, the old, all, the, all the fucking old people bought it and have it in their nursing homes. So anybody who's oh, not fucking 80 can't it. <laughs> All old people grow up with Nintendo. This is that. This is their time. Yeah, so, right, right. Are there any other upcoming games that you're excited about for Switch um, um, that well, kind like of I stand said, out for you? Stardew Valley, I think, like I said, was um, is something that's going to be home very well on the Switch. Actually, I've been wanting to pick it up, but I play PC games here and there. I'm more of a console gamer. Um, okay, what is it about? Sorry about interjecting. Here. No, what no, is no. It about Stardew Valley that that makes you want to pick that particular game up? Harvest Moon. When I first saw it, I'm like, that game looks like Harvest Moon. That's awesome. I loved Harvest Moon when it when it was around. And then yeah, I Harvest Moon fucking Super Nintendo. That was fucking awesome. It was I so agree. good. <laughs> and I googled it, and yeah, the developers outright said they loved Harvest Moon. This is Harvest Moon inspired. They wanted. They saw how Harvest Moon started getting worse and worse, and they wanted to make it better again. So they went out and they made a Harvest Moon game. So it's Harvest Moon, and I want to play Harvest Moon. So just give me Harvest Moon. Right. So essentially, once again, we're saying Nintendo, take my fucking money. Yeah. That's why, like, <laughs> with with the PC, I could play it there. And again, I'm just not that much of a PC player, so I thought about it, I was like. Nah, that's fine. Maybe I'll eventually get it. I just still have so many other games right now that I could be playing. Um, then it came out for PS4. Same thing. I just have too many other games. I just don't have time to sit down and, and play a game that technically never ends. Um, but on the Switch, I could play 10 minutes here, 20 minutes there, and call it a day and have fun. Right, right. And, and for me, um, just a small little interjection here. Yeah, as far as... Uh, PS4 goes, I wish I could take games like Horizon Zero Dawn and play it on the go, which, you know, I could if I had the Vita, which unfortunately I don't right now. I used to have one. But even if I did with remote play, that would be limited by my network connection and other things like that. And that's where things like the Nintendo Switch shines because you just take the fucking system and you go. You lose nothing. It doesn't, you don't have to have the Wi-Fi. You don't have to do other shit. And I think that's one of the great things about the Switch, and I think that's one of the things that attracts me personally to the Switch, is that you don't need the Wi-Fi and all that shit. As long as you got the game in there, you, you just take it and, and you go. And and I want to, I really hope that the Nintendo does well, and that a lot of these games end up on the Switch. Just so that way, um, it would make it easier for me to get game time. Like like you said before, it's it's a great way for you to be able to get game time uh, that you wouldn't normally have. Um, no, I'm saying like games like you know, I Am Setsuna or um. Stardew Valley. Oh, I am Setsuna, yes. Yeah, games like this, which look actually pretty fucking good, that are, you know, I'm going to say it the real way, indies, not the indies, um, indies that on other systems might go and and do all right, but you bring them to the Switch, and they could just, they could have a whole new life, and that's where they're meant to be played. So... Quick, quickly on that. Do you think that there's some games that would benefit mostly from being maybe a Switch exclusive, even though they're an indie, just because of the portability? Uh, well, Stardew Valley, I think, would be 
to go to. I know there's a lot of people loving it on, besides PC. I don't want to mention PC. We'll just talk about it, just console itself. Between PS4 yeah, and console. Xbox One. Yeah, With those games, a game like Stardew Valley, which technically you don't have to ever end. Basically, it could be forever. A game like that, you have a Mass Effect. You have Horizon. You have all these games that are going to be competing for that, you know, that playtime. You now you put that game on the Switch, and you could play that game. All right, you know, you could put your hundred hours in in a game like Mass Effect if it came out to Switch or Skyrim, or you could put twenty minutes here on on Stardew, then move over to the other game. You know, because you don't you could play anywhere. So even if you were to go say, um, take a quick bus ride somewhere, or you had to go to the doctor's. And you just you know you're only gonna have like thirty minutes. You bring Stardew Valley with you, play for thirty minutes, go get checked up, and go home. Nice. So you so you know you you could play play Star Stardew Valley or I Am Sasuna. Let your dentist do their little evil weevil on your teeth, and then uh, <laughs> be on your way. Yeah. Toe Jam and Earl's coming out. And it's coming to the Switch. Oh, oh yes, so fucking Toe Jam and Earl. Yes, you know what? That's actually something that got another thing that that got me because it made me sad. I couldn't get the Switch right away. Toe Jam and Earl. I remember playing that shit on fucking Genesis with a friend of mine. Once again, going back to the couch co-op topic. Fuck, man, that was a lot of fun, man. That was a lot of fun. And games like that, I think, are part of what makes Nintendo good. If they, if they can keep capitalizing on. On shit like that, I think the, the Switch will do well. You know, actually, it's funny we bring this up because, <coughs> excuse me, um, the wife just saw that Steam had a great deal on the original on Genesis that you're talking about, Silas. So we we went ahead and purchased it. She's been playing it through, um, and of course, it's just it, this this surge <laughs> of feelings that I had when playing the original on Sega the, Genesis. So she's playing it through. Nostalgia. Oh man, all these memories are coming flowing back. So, um, yeah, we're and the yelling at it because you get pissed off once you get back level twenty five or so, and it's like, what the fuck, damn it, (laughs) y'all! I had that feeling right off the bat when I hit one of those tornadoes again, and you're like, am am I gonna, am I gonna get dropped off (laughs) off the map, (laughs) or is it gonna be, or am I I gonna get thrown to a different level, or yeah, yeah, I remember that. That was, and it's funny how that works. That's what made that fun. That's what made that game fun, though. You know, yeah. Shit, that game was a lot of fun. Oh, Our my God. guy with three legs, he fucking walks slow as shit. Okay. Yeah, it's funny how that works. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm going back into it coming from after after the, all of the Call of Duty stuff, all the FPS stuff, but all the MMORPG from, from World of Warcraft to Star Wars The Old Republic to ESO. And um, and you can't help but feel a bit haughty, a little bit self-righteous. <laughs> and you go back, well, this is a Genesis game. That wasn't that, you know, pff, I got this. And you're not a boss. Uh, don't you fool forget, yourself. Yeah, you'll forget that. They'll kick your ass. Speaking of Genesis games, you know, it's making a comeback. Monster Boy. It's not forget that. Yes! Oh, yeah. my God. Yes, solid point. Yes, fucking Monster Boy, man. Holy shit. Can't wait. Oh. <laughs> Exciting times, man. And and see, that's another thing that, that that attracts me to the Switch is that is they've got these little niche things, but they've got so many of them. It's like, fuck, I want to go buy this shit because they've got this and this and this and this. And yes, don't get me wrong. I've been loving the living fuck out of Horizon Zero Dawn. It is a great fucking game. 
and I'm sure as soon as Mass Effect arrives in the fucking mail, because if it doesn't arrive on a good day, I'm going to be fucking emailing Amazon and telling them, you owe me a fucking refund for not getting this be my shit on time. But beside the point, after that shit's all done, the nostalgia stuff in the Nintendo Switch, unfortunately I don't have one. But if I can get a hold of one, at some point, I'll be playing the living shit out of this stuff, because it just it's a good feeling to play some of these games that back in the day when... The only way to really cheat was if you had a, a good old Game Genie, I think it was. Oh, yeah, Game Genie. Little, yeah, you put the fucking cartridge and then on top of the, you know, and then in between your cartridge and then you could actually fucking cheat, which was a pain in the fucking ass and sometimes it fucking crashed your shit and oh <laughs> my god. But, you know, uh, just the actual, for me, I guess it's the actual real challenge because a lot of the newer games don't have it, although Horizon Zero Dawn, once again, does have a little bit of that if you set the difficulty rate. So back on, you know, just I'm just curious. I I, I want to know, baby boy, what consoles are you on? Um, do you do you still have just side question? Do you still have your Sega Genesis? Do you have uh, one? Actually, Did you I, I do have a Sega Genesis. I even have the because I have my original. I think somewhere. I think it's in my garage. But I have a a newer one that I could plug my cartridges in. I also have my N64. Um, I need to get a plug for it, but it's actually in the next room over. So I have my, I have dude, my system. <laughs> dude, first of all, that's awesome because I still have my, from my master system up to my Sega Dreamcast. I was a Sega boy. Um, and I was so sad to see that the Sega franchise consoles ended with Dreamcast, but, um, no, noticeably but... a small side note, far as Dreamcast, it went on for like another two years in Japan. To be, <laughs> and, and, so, let's not forget that. Xbox is technically the spiritual successor to the Dreamcast. True. In a a strange way, yeah, because because Sega went on to produce a lot of um, shit for for Microsoft, for the Xbox. Yeah, the uh, Sonic Adventure and all that. But I think, if I'm not mistaken, I read somewhere that even a lot of the devs, like a lot of the people who worked on the Dreamcast, went on to work for Microsoft and went on to make the Xbox. Yeah, yeah, you would you would actually be be correct in that. A lot of them did because um, a lot of the the Sega US um, employee devs. Yes, you you are you are correct. They went to the, a lot of them went to Microsoft. So mm-hmm. yeah, and, and that's actually quite quite an interesting yet little known fact there. Yeah, and and there's still stuff being developed for the Dreamcast, which is also a little known fact that it's still an open um, source development type of thing, and there's still uh, some yeah, things that are yeah. being developed for it, which is crazy. <laughs> Which sure. is which is weird, but in the same time, it kind of gives you this good feeling that this old ass fucking system still has shit happening for it. Because the Dreamcast is probably one of the early systems that was sort of CD based, but you had yeah, you'd have some of the hacks, but there was the the homebrew. I think Dreamcast were um. And this week, we could have a whole other episode on this shit. <laughs> <laughs> fucking homebrew really started to to happen. Shit, I but was that, playing that, that, Shenmue a couple months back. Oh, Shenmue, which reminds me, if you're a Shenmue fan, I believe there was a Kickstarter by oh, the original uh, creator <laughs> for Shenmue 3. Oh, I'm... And, and if you're not supporting that shit, you fucking should, because, damn it, I want to play that and see where that fucking story finally adds, damn see, it. <laughs> I wanted to support it, and to be fair, the missus told me, don't do it. But... Oh. 
So I have to listen to the misses. However, I was yes, totally yes, ready you, to support it. I was like, I want Shenmue 3. Just give it to me. So are there any current games that are console specific that are going to be competing with your with your time right now? I know the the biggest of your hype is coming from the Switch standpoint, which is awesome. And I'm I'm definitely not downplaying that. But are there any other games that are console specific either with xbox or playstation um or pc i don't think there's any pc only games really right now that are that are big and upcoming that'll that'll compete but is there anything outside of that that is going to compete for your time with the portability of the switch well they are um this is about three four four games i think off the top of my head that i can think would take me away from zelda um, if it wasn't for the time and and money aspect of just having to buy all these damn games, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, there's a whole topic: the amount yeah. we invest as adults I into gaming. And Holy I actually shit. between PlayStation, and Xbox, me and my me and my brother share games. And even with that, you know, I'm trying to I'm trying to actually buy a house now, so I'm trying to save as much as possible, and just adult responsibilities exactly exactly and it's just so much so with between zelda i want i'm not zelda um horizon i want horizon i want oh yeah yeah you, you definitely gotta oh, play horizon you'll have a good fucking time with that game. yeah i want it so bad i have mass effect i heard the reviews i played the first two hours so, Hoping it gets so, better. <laughs> so you play you 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 played two hours. So you have oh yeah EA access. Be, okay okay here's here's a little, here's did, a little wait, side did you topic. play it on a, did you play it on Xbox or PC? Yeah, no, I played on Xbox One. So okay here's, okay. Here's a here's a side topic for for the fans and and for you guys too. I played it to have a conversation piece when I came on the show. These assholes come and tell me that they haven't played it yet. Thanks, people. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, I fuck. I could have access. I could have kept playing you, Zelda. You know what? I, I've never said that I wasn't an asshole. In fact, I openly admit, even in real life, that I am an asshole. So anyway, go I'm ahead. Like, I'm sitting here thinking, all right, I play two hours, so I'm not the only asshole who doesn't, you know, who doesn't have a t- talking point for it. I could have kept playing Zelda. <laughs> he's like damn it i lost time with zelda <laughs> okay that so. is that is a crime uh, okay so seriously though so um mass effect horizon shenmue 3 as we discussed and the other one that I, i'm really hyped about but i don't have the time for persona 5 oh man Oh, oh yes, I, I am a big persona fan i am so fucking playing the shit out of that fact to. that is one thing that I will probably when I start streaming again, which I still got to work on all my stuff. That's why I haven't started streaming yet. Sorry to anybody who's expecting me to stream sooner because I brought it up before. I was going to start doing that again, but if I'm not streaming before Persona Five, by Persona Five, I will be fucking streaming because I love the Persona series. I will dump hundreds of hours into that game. Fuck Persona Four just on Vita, let alone the original version. But on the Vita version, I dumped over a fucking hundred hours into. Yeah, so do I. It was a lot of fucking fun. Part of it's just because, once again, Japan being Japan and the different ideas that they have, um, it's a great fucking series. It really is. And while, yeah, at the base it is an RPG, and yeah, you do have the whole little dating sim bullshit that you can kind of fucking do in there and in the social interaction, which is actually even in itself still kind of fun. But, you know, if you understand the underlying stuff, the underlying things and how it relates into Japanese culture as far as, like, um, um, the beliefs and and people having at least three uh, different personas that they have for life, whatever, all all that shit. I'm too 
drunk to really properly explain this shit. <laughs> but uh, the games themselves, they are a bit darker, which Sage and I again touched on in in, in our first episode uh, as far as an RPG. And, and that's a part of what makes it so much fucking fun because it, it it's very different. It's very out there. And, and in some spots, yeah, they have some really dark fucking humor and shit, but it's a lot of fun and it's very different and it just it, it makes it stand out for me that's what makes me want to play the fucking living shit out of it and there's there's so much you can do it to it um you can do in it Fuck my words, <laughs> uh <laughs> yes i've probably been drinking too much uh how many things i want to do in it you don't even know oh <laughs> beside the point no, that game's going to be a lot of fun, so if, if I'm not streaming before that game comes out, when that game comes out, I will definitely be streaming. In fact, I'm really tempted on actually purchasing the physical version of it, and not only that, but the like deluxe fucking comes with all kinds of shit, hundred and some odd dollar fucking version of it, just because I love the fucking Persona games, and fuck, they're just a lot of fun, and I know I'm going to get a shitload of playtime out of it. I know. I know I'm going to play the shit ton out of it. I'm going to play it over and over again. And pretty much after that game, my summer is pretty much empty. Unless, of course, I happen to get a fucking Switch before then. So, Silas, <laughs> though, real quick. So what consoles do you have? You you have PlayStation, obviously, you're on PC. But you don't have an Xbox right now, correct? No, I do not have an Xbox. And um, I do not have the Switch right now. Um, as far as PlayStation goes, I actually uh, do have the PS4 Pro. Um, cause, uh, when I didn't have that for a while, again, due to different life things happening, ex-wife, um, <laughs> you know, so when I decided to get it again, I'm like, well, well, fuck, if I'm going to get a PlayStation, I might as well just get the fucking pro because, you know, it'll give me some more stuff. And I have not regretted it since. Uh, but again, our main topic here today is, is, is switch. So I won't talk too much about that, but yeah, uh, pretty much on PlayStation and PC at this point, at least until I can get hold of the switch so having playstation pro and having <laughs> pc are there any competing priorities um for you with games that are coming out uh xbox console only and i and i can't really think of any specifically although you may there 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 would have been one but microsoft damn you microsoft you fucking mm-hmm. canceled it mm-hmm. and that was scale bound I was really looking forward to that game, and that would have gotten me to keep and, and probably or get an Xbox One. Of course, my roommate has an Xbox One. I could borrow that, um, or I could have gotten it on PC. But either way, Scalebound was the exclu- was the exclusive that Microsoft game, game so that I was good. looking for, and they canceled that shit. I mean, before that, they canceled uh, Fable Legends or whatever the fuck it was, the multiplayer Fable game. Yeah. That kind of pissed me off a little bit. Even though I played the beta and I was a little confused at what the hell they were trying to go for, which I think kind of happened because it, the development... Well, I think it, it, in regards to that, it just it got changed so much and uh, Microsoft is like finally like, well, you're fucking done. Well, I tell you that, what, let's... But before you move on from that subject, Fable is something that we have mentioned not only in episode one, but also in episode two. And it's something that both of us... 
um, hearken back to on a regular basis as something that is a that met a certain standard and expectation of gaming, but also met you could get some... drunk in it and get laid. <laughs> Come on, but it also met some of the the failures. And we know Peter Molyneux, which the the lead oh, designer, and creator, and producer for Fable, was also the original gangster of hype. And uh, and I've, yes. I've said that yes. from, yeah, from episode one onward. Um, so let's talk a little bit, just just briefly about Fable Legends, and um, since you played the beta, I played the beta as well. Baby, uh, baby boy, did you play the beta on Fable Legends as well? No, I was I was disappointed it wasn't Fable, like actual uh, Fable. So I was see, like, nah, I'm good. That that right there speaks volumes. Silas, why don't you go first though? Tell us a little bit about Fable Legends, the beta, and what your initial impressions were, and why you were confused. <laughs> Because <laughs> that's gonna, because that's gonna say a lot. So let's okay, start there. Because here's the thing: you go into it, you have a character, you play the first little bit of the beta, you go through an area, and it's got this little story, and you're like, okay, well, it's it's kind of loose, but I'll bite because it's a fucking beta, you know, whatever. And you start playing, and then all of a sudden, it's like half card game, half fucking strategy part what and that's where you're you're just what and that's pretty much where I, you end up I with i think your feelings because, sum that up know. quite well i think i initially i initially had, had um, made a correlation between that and league of legends yeah except for a very bad version of league of legends yeah i think it's a bad just, version it of just, anything it just it was like we're going to fable skin this, but not fully have all these features. And you know what? Yeah. We're just going to throw all this other shit in here and none of it really meshes well. And, and they could have like, it, it almost made it, but not enough to actually keep your fucking attention. So there's a great point. So baby boy, you didn't, um, you didn't make it so far as to play the beta, but what you read was enough to say this isn't for me. What what were your first impressions from what just from just what you heard that would they gave you the impression that that wasn't for you? Well, as we, as we talked about with the the Fable series itself, how all the crazy things you could do, it's it's an RPG that you just could live your life like it's a Merwin, another example of a, a RPG you could just live your life in. When yeah, you hear, Fable, you can get drunk and get yeah. laid. So when you hear Fable, <laughs> your immediate reaction goes to, okay, I could do this, this, and this. And when they tell you, no, you can't, what the fuck you? You keep your goddamn name, then I don't want to play you. Like, Yeah, because yeah, of Fable, you could pretty, unless it was children, you could fucking kill anybody. And I mean anybody. You, know, you fucking, could fucking murder them. Yeah. yeah, and you could have, you could, you could, they made buying and flipping houses famous before yep. these TV shows did. Yep, yep, yep. And I believe I've even referenced that in uh, episode one. <laughs> I can say for my part, when I played through it, and I stuck with the beta for quite some time through through three, if if not four updates before I finally got the email that said, "Hey, we're refunding all of your money that you've you spent on this game um, in our marketplace," uh, which was a very sad moment. But at the same time. Uh, I remember myself and and the wife were very disappointed as big Fable fans, and I think. Um, but at the same the time, it made us, sense. It, it made, made sense. sense. 
the three of us, and and I mean the three of us is in Silas and, and myself and Baby Boy are coming from a fandom for Fable, and it didn't live up to the the Fable fandom. <laughs> it really no, didn't. It was a it was a game mode. What they sold was a a Fable skin in a game mode that was based on Fable, but it had nothing to do with the Fable universe. No, yeah, and that's very important that you bring that up because if they released it and it was already looking like it was going to bomb. So if they released it and tarnished the Fable name, when they inevitably release another actual Fable game, that would have damaged it. That, that could hurt it severely. Well, the last one was trash. People don't care that it wasn't Fable. They would have just heard it. It's Fable. That's all. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. And, and I agree with that. So, so, so from a strategic standpoint, Microsoft made the right call is pretty yeah. much what we're all in consensus with here, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, they definitely did make the the right call, but I, I'm my hope is, and I think for for true Fable fans that have been there from Fable one through two through three, the good, the bad, and the ugly, I think, two was the best. <laughs> I think two was the awesome. Um, two was the awesome. <laughs> um, yeah. Through all of that, the true Fable fans are are still thirsting, are still hungry for a a true to life Fable RPG open world experience. Um, that really changed the game on a next gen. It really changed the game. Fable was, it was a defining moment, not just for gaming, um, but it was a defining moment in my life. And I think for people that, that relate with my generation, that was a, that was a game that allowed you to truly choose. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, And to me, that's what stuck with me. And that was an original xbox the original xbox and i and i am being careful about how i say this because now that we have xbox yeah this this makes things fucking confusing stupid ass names names. i love the switch but i think the name is fucking retarded yeah well at least nintendo switch is better than nintendo one yeah yeah that would be really fucking confusing so 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 nintendo at least wasn't confusing about their fucking naming like microsoft but but Again, going back to to Fable, the original Fable was groundbreaking. Grant, granted, it was a little short, but as Sage said, it let us fucking do whatever we wanted. And like we've reiterated, you could. I mean, part of what I liked about it was not only could I be good, I could be bad. I could fucking murder people, fucking resell their house. I could run in front of someone and let a fucking fart belch in front of them, tell them fuck you, whatever. And that was actually an honest thing you could do in the fucking game. No modding, no bullshit. That's what you could do. And that's part of what made it fun because you could do damn near yeah. whatever the hell you wanted. You think about it, it, it had emotes more before World of Warcraft did. <laughs> yeah, it did. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. it was an innovator in a sense. Granted, during the p- time of Peter. Fable came in a time where... Um, my father of of his mid forties and late to forties years was interested in this game. He heard me playing it, and um, what he heard as I was playing it was the laughter of the first time that I came into the town as a child. You know, this is the very first uh, the very first mission that you have in the game, uh, and you're and you're kind of roaming about the village in Fable One, and uh, and you kick a chicken. <laughs> you guys remember that? You remember when you yes. kicked your first yep. chicken? Yes. Right? And uh, and do you remember what the villagers <laughs> said? Does anyone 
Does anyone no, remember what the villager said? Something along the lines of, because I, I don't remember specifically. I'm too fucked up right now to recall the exact line. So the, the, You know, the chicken kicker or the, you know. Yeah, the, yeah. It was something along those lines, and he heard Oh, my, yeah, you, that becomes your, your um, little status also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's a, yes, that's chicken kicker. You're right. You're, that, that is your yeah. first title. Yes, chicken kicker. You're right. That's, yeah, that's your first title. Is it chicken kicker or is it chicken chaser? I don't remember now. Chicken, chicken chaser. chaser. Yeah. Yes, that's what it was. Brilliant. Very good, baby boy. Yeah. So, um, so that's one of your first things. And that I should, in the but game. I'm drinking more. And then uh, you can yeah, you can relate to that moment in your life as you progress through the game, and you can continue to be called <laughs> the chicken chaser wow. for as long as you want. But my my father got interested in that game, so it bridged a huge generational gap in my personal experience. Um, something that to bring it back to what we were originally talking about, fable legends was not capable of doing it was not at all at all and bringing the humor bringing the circumstance together to make uh, a 47 year old man who doesn't play video games sit down with his 13 year old son and watch him kick chickens and (laughs) and play around in this village in this whole new universe so um i can say that they were completely within their rights to go ahead and cancel that game but um it's. I hope, at the end of the day, I think we can all agree that we 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 don't want them to just set aside the whole project. What do you guys think? Do you, I mean, I would like to see Fable come back. I, I think Fable's making a comeback. I, I don't think there's any world where Xbox or Microsoft, I should say, um, just lets this IP die because it does have a, a cult following, and it, it it shows how much it it is liked by even with this game getting, you know, people behind it and people playing it just because of the Fable name and for a game that had nothing to do with Fable. So if they bring back a legit Fable, the following that it would bring, I think would, would definitely put some nice gold in their pockets. Um, so that, but that kind of brings us to our next point. So we were talking about games in general. Um, we're all on multiple platforms. What... Um, what is it like to juggle these these specific games that come out on specific platforms? I'm thinking initially of PlayStation and um, uh, Xbox. Well, yeah, Xbox, but I'm also thinking of like Drake's. What was it? Drake's Fortune, Uncharted. Oh yeah, that's, I'm thinking oh, of the Uncharted it. series, and I absolutely loved it. I bought a PlayStation Three just so I could play Uncharted. Um, of course I'm looking forward to, <laughs> to purchasing a PlayStation next, uh, next month so I can play some of the Uncharted series some more, so good. but, but what is it like, baby boy, we'll start with you. What is it like juggling some of that adult life with having multiple consoles and trying to get into your personal gaming experience? What is that like for you? How do you, how do you manage it? Um, yeah, it's actually for a while now, I was using my Xbox mainly as my multiplayer and shooter system. So any game like uh, Call of Duty, Battlefield, I mainly play on Xbox. And single player games such as Witcher, you know, um, I would play on and Fallout and stuff like that. I would play on PlayStation. That was what I was doing for a while. Now that the Switch is out, I do a little wrench in that because if something comes out for Switch also. I would prefer to get it on that for the portability, but that's how I was doing it then. Uh, no, for 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 me personally, um, 
it can be difficult at times. It's part of the reason why I haven't started streaming yet as much as I've wanted to. Um, aside from the fact that I'm really, really fucking ADHD, fucking nitpicky um, as far as I want to have things a certain way before I start that. But outside of streaming, uh, gameplay goes um, work, unfortunately, for me given where I live and, and, and the work I do this time of year is, is very, very busy and it gets very difficult to have a whole lot of game time. And this is part of the reason why I really want the switch um, <laughs> is because, you know, the, the, again, as, as baby boy stated, the portability factor, if I could take this with me to work, put it in, in my cargo pants pocket or, 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 or a pair of scrubs uh, uh, pocket, whatever, and, and be able to, when I have a moment or have a break, um, be able to break this out and play some games, just de-stress from the day, that would be fucking great. And that's part of the reason why I really want this console. But aside from that, since I don't have one, um, my game time is limited and I'm still not finished with Horizon Zero Dawn and Mass Effect's about to arrive on my doorstep probably today. And I don't have it finished. So yeah, I'm starting to build a little bit of a backlog. Sad. It sucks. But that's what it is. Baby Boy, on the other hand, has a much bigger advantage over us since he has the Switch. Oh, yeah. Oh, and speaking <laughs> of, you know, games that you can just break out, like NBA, a game like that, you know, you have family over, you play play games. But now say, you know, you, you, you want to go to somebody's house and you bring your Switch with the, let's say, NBA. If you weren't planning on playing, you just had it because of the, the trip or something. And like, hey, you want to play NBA? Yeah, I don't have it. I don't worry, I have my Switch with me. You know, it's, it's something like that. It's something so small. Like, you're probably going to bring it anyways because it's portable. You just stick it in your bag. It's something so small like that that you can now just uh, take it out and start playing NBA or FIFA or whatever, you know, sports games are out at the time. Or any game in particular, just just using uh, sports as a, an example. Yeah, right. Or, or um, what's what's that uh, that. Uh, fast racing RMX uh, yeah, or whatever fast, it is. Fast that's... RMX. Yes, yes, and that's actually one of the games I wanted to try. Do you have that? No, that one I do not have. I actually know a oh, lot of the damn. games I do, but I okay. I I, yeah, I, I, I use my Switch more for um Zelda single player. <laughs> yeah, single player. <laughs> well, well, once again, going back to Zelda yeah. is my bitch. That's what owns me right now. <laughs> Zelda is a, and L speaking of owning. You guys were talking about how Sega games were hard, and back in the day games, we all know, were designed to be a pain in the ass because they knew you only had enough money to pay for one game, and you only your parents would only buy you one game, so they made them difficult as fuck so you would be on them forever. Zelda yeah, much. will kick your ass. You will die a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and you know... If if I can interject there, and you bring up a fantastic point that um, that I love to hear, and if there seems to be a lack of that that challenge to be with any initial release. I, I I'll, I'll reference Rise of Rome for Xbox One when it first came out as a release game. Um, it wasn't difficult. It was pretty, and it was obviously built around the fact that it was pretty for the Xbox One, and it's going to look great on your HD TV. Um, it sounds to me as somebody who hasn't played it and wasn't exactly a, a huge Nintendo fan. I grew up without Nintendo. I was a Sega boy. 
So um, when I went over to my cousin's house in Ohio, they had Nintendo and I played with them. And it was always an amazing experience, but I never got to, to handle it very much. So I don't have the Nintendo fandom um, that you guys have. So uh, to me, seeing that they've put the time in to make it a long-lasting game, to make it challenging from what you're saying, it's going to kick your ass. <laughs> it will. It's, that's not that a means a lot to me. I oh, want something that oh. has replayability, but I also want something that has that initial playability where it's it's challenging me as a gamer, as not not just a gamer, but an experienced gamer. And well, here's, And here's the thing about that. It respects that you're an adult. This is a not a kid's game. I was going to have the little one play this. This is not a kid's game. Because when I first heard that, before I went in, I kept hearing, you know, it's it respects yeah you're an adult. It respects your, your you know your knowledge. It, it respects that about you. It doesn't hold your hand as you know a lot of these new games do. I was like all right, I, you know I'm, I definitely I want to play it. I love Zelda. The Ocarina time my favorite game of all time. Um, so I go in and trying to climb something. You you realize you don't have enough stamina. You're gonna fall. You do that over a big ledge. You're dead. That's it. You try to lose stamina while you're swimming. You're dead. That's it. Um, you die a lot. There's literally any a monster can kill you in one hit. You're dead. That's it. And they don't tell you anything either. They, the hearts and stuff, they pretty much don't tell you you have to cook to eat. You just figure that shit out. Uh, another thing they don't tell you, when you get one of the towers, they say that it's filling in your map. What they mean is, it just opens, shows you the area. It's like the Ubi, uh, Ubisoft towers. It's exactly like that. Except when you unlock it, it doesn't give you a bunch of thousand dots that you can go visit. No, it just opens the map and says, now go find those dots. You have to look for them yourself. Right. So it's like, I have my titties waiting for you, but if you want to mess with them, <laughs> yeah. you got to find it yeah. in this dark they, ass fucking room. They, <laughs> open the, they lift the shirt and say, now go find because oh you literally you have to stand on top of <laughs> excellent, a tower excellent. and you have to look around your area to see if there's a shrine or if there's something shining that you you might want because it doesn't tell you that it's there. You have to discover that yourself. You know what's good about that? You know what I like about hearing about hearing that is it gives you that sense of exploration, which is something I've been actually having in uh... Horizon Zero Dawn. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I'm fucked yeah. up right now. <laughs> yes, it arises here. I'm done. Yes, I'm. Silas has drank too much fucking rum. He's like half a bottle in, and holy shit, life is good. Besides the fact, <laughs> no, it, it it does make me feel that you know when I do one day get a switch, that when I play Zelda, it's not just gonna handhold me and fucking basically tapioca putting me through the whole fucking thing and spoon feed me it's gonna be like okay here's your shit figure it out that's oh. what i like yeah it's there's even one thing i'm, I'm obviously not gonna ruin anything on the no, actual no, 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 no spoilers yeah no no spoilers i'm not doing that there's one thing where this is something that's not spoilers there's, there's memories you have to go collect um with those they don't fucking tell you where they are you just find them and there's there's ways that you can get hints, like as you're playing, but they don't tell you. You just say, "Oh, I think it's over there somewhere." 
it's around this general area. Yeah, just go find it. That's it. I'm like, that something like that. When you see that after years and years and years of being spoon fed, you could do this. You go there. You go there. Here. You go over there. Here. Here's a waypoint for this. And then for them to tell you, oh, this is very important. It's in the game. And you're like, okay, where is it? It's there. Go find it. Like, what? Yeah, and, and you you make a good point with that. Now, with with that spoon feeding, a lot of the the younger generation has only been spoon fed, and I could see a lot of them getting really pissed and doing some internet rage over that. Um, have you seen anybody doing any sort of uh internet rage over that as far as uh the game being a little bit more on the difficult side? Surprisingly, no. I've seen. I mean, I've seen people bitching over this Nintendo itself, but that. It, those those people have gotten awfully quiet with the, the sales of the Switch being as good as they are. They're not as as uh, vocal as they once were. But I think it's <laughs> going to come down to ultimately how it's introduced to the gamer and how it's implemented. Um, you can have harder content that challenges the intelligence and challenges the the experience of the gamer without implying that they're idiots. And Wait, if, oh, it does a perfect job at that, trust me. Exactly. If it's done correctly, then you're going to engage the gamer and, and it's going to be done well. But if you insult their intelligence, then, um, <laughs> then you're going to get the ragers on the, yeah. on the internet. And, and on, on top of the fact that it does make you feel like you're accomplished when you, when you find something, the one thing, like, back in the day, games were hard, again, for the sake of just being hard because you needed to extend game time for the kids. Nowadays, there's really no need for game times to be as fucking difficult. It's like, um, what's that game? Uh, wow. Dark Souls. That game is just difficult just to be fucking oh, difficult. Oh, man. Dark there's, Souls. I, I, no, don't even get me started on fucking yeah, Dark there's, Souls. <laughs> there's, there's no need for that bullshit of that difficult. See, this game, I would say, is on that level. But Dark Souls is difficult just because it is. This game... While it's difficult, you know why you're fucking dying. It doesn't like yeah. in Dark Souls and, and games in Bloodborne. These games will kill you. For oh, uh, I have Bloodborne, which I I have not finished. I'll admit that I've not finished Bloodborne. I still have it, but I haven't finished that shit. Yeah, well, you know, it's it's, it's difficult just because they want you to die because they want to teach you something. In Zelda, you can go the whole game without dying because it's actually not that difficult, but it's hard enough to know where. If you dis if you die to a specific part, it's telling you you're not ready to be here yet. You go up against a guardian when you first start the game, you're fucked. You're gonna die. That's it. You know, you can. You, you are cat food to this thing. Yeah. Have a nice day. You can legitly walk from the moment you get out. Of, you know, you first see the open world. You can legit walk to Ganon, and you can fight him if you want. You would just get devoured in two seconds, but you can if you want to. This game tells you, okay, you can go wherever you want. We're just letting you know. There's certain things, if you do, you will die. You know, again, you could climb this big-ass tower, but you don't have enough stamina, you're going to die. So, by means of... That's an absolutely great conversation, and and honestly talks more about the, the psychology or that, that, that sub-level of psychology underneath the game development um, that uh, most gamers don't don't necessarily pick up on if they're the casual gamers. 
But let's bring it home. So at the end of the day, we've talked a lot about the Switch. We've talked about how amazing it is to have that that portability. But does it, at, at the bottom line, baby boy, does it detract from it being a main console? With the portability aspect? No, not at all. I think actually it lends it to it because of the fact that if they just put a game, if they can get the, the developers back on their side and they can start putting out, you know, the Red Deads, the Mass Effects, the the Cyberpunks, if they can get these games over and I say, yeah, we have those, oh, you can play them on the, on the go. That will that will be the thing that pushes them over the, okay, you have power, you have, you know, 4K and all this for your game. Well, we have HD, but you can play wherever the hell you are. Hmm. You don't have to so, be tethered so, to a, a, a TV. So so what you're saying is is that because you, you can take your game and go, you may give up a little bit of resolution, which granted – well, we're not getting this whole conversation of no, screen, no, no. Si- <laughs> screen sizes and shit, but on that on that screen size that, that they that they chose for the Switch, and you're you're taking it on the go, it's still your game is still gonna look fucking amazing. You still get all the same perks, and and the game still essentially plays the same, good frame rates, all that shit. But you can take it on the go. That's that's what's gonna gonna sell, and and. In a way, God, I have to kind of fucking agree with you on that one. If, if Nintendo does it right, they can have a fucking gold mine. Well, yeah, because Skyrim's coming out. We, we know, I mean, it's obviously years years late on this one. But I guarantee you, this thing is going to fucking sell. And it's something like this, a Skyrim-type game to come to the Switch, where now not only can you play, like you can play the remastered on Xbox One and PS4, not only can you play on your TV, you can sit on your even if you don't want to sit on play on your TV. You can just sit on the couch and watch a movie. Just fucking play a game. So for those who do have like let's say a PS4 and a Vita, like versus remote play, what would you say the advantage is with having the Switch with the same game? Vita, you once you walk out your house, you're fucked. That's it. Because now you need to go find somewhere that has a Wi-Fi signal. Um, so there goes playing in the car. They goes they goes playing, you know, and it's unless you have a really strong connection. That also, I've tried to play Assassin's Creed. I, I actually played Assassin's Creed at um during Christmas time when when I first got the Vita. It was around Christmas time, and I played at my mother-in-law's house. I was sitting there playing Assassin's Creed for my PlayStation. It was awesome, but it would start lagging a little bit once the connection started dropping. No, there's no connection to go through the switch. It's the system itself, so there's no. No, you know, frame rate issues like that. There's no drops, so right. And, and again, you're also not playing a downscale version. Whatever version is is, is on the Switch, that's what yeah, you're playing on the yeah. go. So, but I think I think another thing is I I understate the fact of I keep saying go 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 on the go on the go on the go. But as I said before, if, say you have you know as an adult gamer, if you have a, a family and Say your little one wants to watch a movie, you can put a movie on for her, or you know him or her, and and sit down and, and play the switch. You know? So 
as somebody that's um, and by way of final question, by the way, baby boy, you've been absolutely amazing. And I, and I want to say thank you so much for spending so much time talking about your personal experience with the switch. Uh, but not only that, but your personal experience in gaming from day one, dude, you've been an amazing guest and, and very informative. Um, thank you for spending your time with us, especially at, from one thirty in the morning to 3.30 in the morning. I have a little one who's going to wake me up in a couple of hours because she has to go to school, so I'm going to be dead tired in the morning. <laughs> Oh, dude, thank you so much for, for devoting so much of your time to us. And, and by way of one final question, um, what would be your recommendation for the, the Switch buyer as a first game purchase, if it's not too obvious of a question? I mean, I would have to go with Just Dance. I mean, I think it's... <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think what? I think we all agree. Did you say that? <laughs> oh, this Zelda talk. Oh no, yeah, I mean, just I, dance, obvious, motherfucker. I mean, come on, it's it's if <laughs> yeah, everybody says Zelda. Zelda, if 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 it's not Zelda, if you, Zelda's not your thing, then I think uh, Snipperclips. I think Snipperclips probably would be a a nice uh, second purchase. No, I was just gonna say, uh, Snipper Clips have actually seen even even in the GS community, I've seen a lot of um, positive comments about this. So, um, as far as if you if you need like the co op and, and whatnot, Snipper Clips is definitely your your go to game. It's fucking awesome, man! It has has three different like modes, so to speak. It has um, a co op with like simple puzzles, then it has a co op with little harder puzzles, and then it has a competitive mode. And I didn't find that out until a little later on. And the competitive modes are awesome because they have a basketball mode where you, they don't have hands, remember? So you just have to try to jump and hit the, the ball into a net as you fight back and forth into uh, two separate nets. They have a hockey. And then they have a death match where it's you just try to eat the people on the – they do, you try to eat each other. So for you <laughs> it's fucking awesome. It's so fucking for awesome. You, the potential switch buyer, you've you've heard a, a great example here in in Baby Boy, a family man, uh, somebody who's who is juggling <laughs> uh, uh, life on the go and also being a gamer. There's a lot of great experience in here and I want to first and foremost thank Baby Boy for spending so much time with us giving your personal experience. You've been amazing, dude. Thank you so freaking much for being here with us tonight uh, thank you guys for having me i mean i this this has been one fun fucking night and we definitely need to do this again i i, I hope you guys you know i hope it was good enough for you guys to invite me back because this is this has been fun you gave baby boy you gave a lot more information about the switch than uh that i thought that there there was to have which is which is great um i think we we had a lot of great points and you had a lot of really surprised me i think was the amount of positive things that you had to say just because i see a lot of the the negative stuff floating around on on youtube and whatnot and i know a lot of other people who are just say searching switch for because they haven't don't have one yet or whatever they're seeing a lot of the negative stuff and i think that a lot of the positive things you have to say um really have an effect on people um essentially uh assuming we have a lot of people that listen this day and age everything's negative negative i mean Negativity on the internet, I know, the original, <laughs> you know, but that's, when you hear that, people think, oh, well, I must be bad. No, but if you look at the system for what it is, it's a really fucking good system. You know, like, if, if you look at it for, again, the battery life I was saying, you look at it for, oh, you only have three hours with Zelda, 
Yeah, but how long are you going to be sitting down in one spot playing Zelda? If you were going to sit that long and play in a game, you better have a charger on you. Same thing with your phone. If you're going to watch a, you know, four, hour, four movies in a row, you better have a fucking charger with you. Right, right. And, and you make a valid point there, you know. Um, either have the, the charger or, again, because Nintendo has actually used something standardized instead of having some proprietary bullshit, they have the USB-C. You could just get, you know, one of those battery packs, those yeah. external chargeable. You take it with you. And, and there you go. Assuming you don't have a plug, which pretty much most places, airports, etc., hospitals, so on and so forth. I should know because I work in a hospital. Have many plugs available. Just plug that shit in. Fucking plug it in. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not that fucking difficult. And that's what's great. <laughs> and that's what's great about it. You, you got the full-style game. You don't have to compromise shit. You don't have to compromise a goddamn thing yeah, on I... your Switch games to play them on the go. And, th- and, that's, and that's what I love hearing is the fact that it still plays great. In fact, in some cases, it plays even better um, on the go than it does on the dock. That is more than a perfect way to go ahead and end this episode which has been absolutely fantastic. And I think the consensus is from Baby Boy, from Silas, and even from me, Sage, who's not the biggest Nintendo fanboy uh, in the world, I am sold on the Switch. Go out and take some time. Uh, If you have one available in your area, it is worth the investment. Get it and see how it affects you and your personal life. Um, It is well worth the investment. And I think think we can all agree on that, right, guys? Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Especially even... uh... As Baby Boy brought up, you know, because since he has, uh, you know, children and whatnot, you know, kids, everything else, you know, you got the family life and everything. There you go. Switch is a perfect thing to get you some game time in and still be able to uh, share some time with the kids. We would like to thank everyone who took the time to listen to our podcast. If you'd like to hear more, you can follow us on Twitter at Silas and Sage for upcoming releases, as well as links to our previous shows on iTunes, Google Play and Podbean. This has been My Life in Games with Silas and Sage, and we'll see you in two weeks.